What's up, 1559 probably presents the rundown Love and Hip Hop Miami, the official unofficial podcast of VH1's Love and Hip Hop series. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Michelle Antoinette. How you doing, sweetie? Tired. I think I'm tired every episode. I do too much. <laughs> I do too much. Let me tell you how I worked the whole shift today. I don't know the last time I did that. Um <laughs> Because I normally at two o'clock I'd be like I'm done with my day. Oh, okay. Two o'clock be my cutoff, but I worked to three thirty today. See, let me tell you, I'm so accustomed to my two o'clock that I have time to take my midday nap, right? And a little shower, a little nappy nap, be like a thirty minute nap, you know, nothing too major. Three mm-hmm. thirty, I got off and was like, I can't do anything. I had to go straight to practice. Yep. I couldn't. I ended up waking up in the middle of the night for some random reason. Then I was up for like an hour and a half. I needed my midday nap today. So I'm just a little bit on, I'm missing my nap. But anywho, how are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, Praise him. Yeah, I just hope my, my my boss don't hit me with, uh, you need to work this Saturday? Could you work for me this Saturday? Because for a month you know, of six days no a week. saying no is okay. I need money though. <laughs> I have a problem with <laughs> Only because I don't have to do anything. Like it's rare. Like last week, I was there for two and a half hours. I just sat there. I just had to open up the building because we had park district come in. So then you be like, man, that's I true. get paid for nothing. <laughs> like true. it's hard. I mean, in that sense, yes. And then, but then you be like, ah, those you enjoy those days where you don't have to do anything, when you don't have to leave mm-hmm. the house. You be like, ah, I'm just gonna sit here. It's been so long since I've been able to sit at home. I think I did that Sunday, and that messed me up because usually we record studio flow on Sundays. And because I had been working so much, I'm like, yo, let's just do it Monday. Monday come, co-worker leaves in the middle of his shift. I got to cover that. Then he's not there uh, Tuesday, and I had to stay an hour for that. So I, this was the first time in over a week that I got off at 7 o'clock and came home. I mean, 6.30 and came home. Was here by 7. So let's get into Loving Hip Hop Miami Season 4, Episode 8, called The Harder They Fall. Suki is confident with her case coming up because she has one of the best lawyers in Florida. How you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> no lawyer's going to be like, I'm all right. I'm fair to middling. I'm 50-50. They're all going to be like, we're the best. I've done this a thousand times. She's with her cousin Isaiah, which we didn't get an update on Isaiah. It's just Isaiah's just kicking it now. And her friends, they chat about the life, her life. The court date is today. We didn't. Did he go back home? Like, where do we stand with Isaiah? He's just chilling. <laughs> One of her friends, Sapphire, asked about the engagement. She says her engagement is rocky after that argument in the car. She doesn't even know what the arguments be about half the time. And she said her mom had had to teach her husband how to treat her. Uh, they are going to go to counseling. Her mom referred them to a marriage counselor who's also a pastor. So we're going to get a repeat storyline of going to a pastor for, for counseling. Nothing against that. I just we saw that in Atlanta, uh, but that was more family son dynamic. This is going to be a relationship wise. Eli, her lawyer, calls her. The court filed a charge of uh, battery. They pled not guilty. Worst case scenario, you get a year in jail. And <laughs> a year isn't bad, but it is when you got kids, your career taking off. My uh, life, yeah. shit. I ain't trying to go to nobody's jail for a day, let alone a year. The hell? She don't know how to feel about this. Side, just just a quick aside. Between her house, if this is her house, Amara Negra's house, 
and I don't know if you saw Rick Ross's house on uh, Cribs. People in Miami, y'all do not know how to decorate. Y'all have this big gaudy furniture, and it's just, her house looked like I thought it was um a, a beauty salon, like those big ass purple chairs. She said, "I was like, what is going on here? Why do y'all not know how to?" It's it's almost as if they all saw Scarface. It was like, yo, that's it. Scarface was in Miami. I want my house to look just like that. Trick Daddy is in the studio. His house didn't seem that bad. We've seen his house a couple of times. He got his son, Jaden, in the booth. Remember, he gave his son a microphone during family reunion because his son wants to be a rapper. Uh, Noy visits. Here's the, here's the record. He's impressed. But he told his kids they could be anything but a rapper. If you were to have kids, would you be okay if they followed in your footsteps it sure. was like dance go see what is it i mean i get it <laughs> with the rapper but it, they make it just i don't know I they think- make it seem as if it was such a terrible thing so like here's my thing i'm never whatever my kid if i ever was to have a child i want you to explore everything like if, if i can afford it baby you get to explore it okay mm-hmm. um because Growing up, I felt like I wasn't able to explore so many things. You just, you limit your child by not getting, you know, that man could be the next best, greatest rapper alive, but because you feel some type of way about the rap game, you wouldn't want to put it on your kid. That's not really up to you. No, it isn't. And if with the knowledge that Nori and Trick have in hip hop, you would think, yo, my kid's going to be way more prepared than I was. Because I can teach you this. Yeah, so that's just very surprising to be like, you can do anything in the world, but don't do this. Like, why? Trick talks about how hard it was back in the day selling CDs, and Nori realized these past six years, this is the only time he has stayed for a holiday. This will be his first Christmas. He missed so much putting rap at the forefront. He wants to have another baby because he missed so much time. And we just end with Trick is performing at the weigh-in in the Floyd fight. So not too much here. I got a question. Go ahead. I had a question for you. So you're a rapper, right? And you married and got kids. Do you sacrifice? So like, I know that there's performances and sometimes they have like special Christmas shows and New Year's Eve shows or a show following your birthday. Do you go, I have to do it, baby, because I got to work? Or do you actually make the sacrifice and be like, you know what? It's just certain things I'm not going to do here's the thing you should be certain things i'm not going to do because depending on where you're at in your career there's always going to be another venue like drake can put some shit on the back burner for his son Adon- like who's gonna be like no sorry drake we're not gonna book you for the united center now you should have took it no so in if you annoy your trick where you did have a period you may it might be a short period compared to a jay and an oz obviously but there was a period where you were really hot you should have planned ahead where you're like, let me put this away because when I do, I don't want to miss my kids growing up. Now I got money to be like, yo, I can turn this down or whatever. But it's also like, it gets into that point where we always, especially with relationships, we say you make time for things that are important. So your kids, yeah. your family wasn't important. Hip hop was important. I, I, I was going to say, or if you can't say you can't get behind, do you bring your kids? Like, you can, can do you, that. Would yes. you bring your kids Put to the show? Put the headphones or, on their, their ears and be like, yeah. Yeah, let them live their little best life. And Put them up to a hotel need, next to the venue. Yes, next to the venue. Yes, so you got a hotel right there. You can make these things special, right? Yeah, you can. You can, you can make, you don't have to sacrifice at all because it seems as if the way Noy is talking, he was just like, Family or rap? Family or uh, rap? And now he wants to put Neri's body through some mess. Okay, 
Trina. She not having it. Mm-mm. Trina doesn't feel light uh doesn't feel right she was lightheaded thinks it has to do with the lights too hot she ended up passing out in the elevator i'm just happy they ain't go oh my god i missed my period it's been a month and a half yeah that's Yo, all i was happy about i was watching they said they give us the scene of them uh trina in the elevator right and i said the cameraman just watches her like he don't be like yo i got right, some water and i was <laughs> Yo, I was like, is this the real thing or is this a reenactment? Because I had questions. Yeah, she said she slept all the way to the top. She wasn't able to tell Ray the details. He now noticing the schedule is weighing on her. Uh, she's waking up at 6 a.m. traveling. But they can't even slow down because Trina got a versus coming up in one week. And Ray wants her to. That's why she be late for work every day. Not you start waking up at 630. Don't the early shows start at like 6, six o'clock? Yeah, five or six. That is this is why you was never making it on time. Ray wants her to focus on her nutrition. She would do it till she can't because she says life is all about surviving and striving. She's just going to get an IV in her arm and keep it pushing. So that's the thing that was it for Trina. Yeah, because I think Bobby and Joy talk about it, but we don't see Trina anymore. All right, Ace and Sheila discussed what happened the other day that made her run off to Orlando and get on some roller coasters. Ace thinks that the once they started filming, things became weird. Sheila agrees. She says, when the cameras come on, you give me Ace, Ace Hood, and I married Antoine. He's used to being the star. Sheila feels like she is trapped between Ace and Sheila. She doesn't want to continue this dynamic of self-sacrificing for them, you know, uh, for the quote-unquote us. He acknowledges his life is high stakes, and she took on so much by being with them. This was telling because she, at this point she said, I didn't even know you cared because you don't show it. I feel like we could have went like, why doesn't he show it? Uh, yeah, I also feel like I was like, how long have y'all been married? And how long have you been feeling this way? And how did we get here? How do you I, I feel like maybe you didn't show that you care, but you can't you didn't think he cared. Yeah. And oh. you know what? That might just be me, though, because my brand of caring is kind of different. Like, I'm not one for b- verbally saying things. I'm just like, am I here? Did I show up? Did I help you? Did I support you? Nigga, I care. I don't need to tell you that. That's my personal I wonder. Thing, so. I wonder if it's not like, obviously he cares about her, but she was my, she might've meant, I didn't know you even knew that I did take on so much. You didn't even like, I, like now he's actually mentioning that a part that she wants to be appreciated for. Like, I didn't even know you even noticed that. So he felt he felt as if he didn't have the capacity to understand her and that made him sad and like he he said like i might not be capable of being part of this she assures him that he is he just had a different life and the good news is they love each other and if they come together and face the issue they can move forward they joke about her her love for roller coasters and laugh and she says like the dope thing about them is they're flexible and creative i feel like they're gonna be all right so i I mean they're still together um, Neary shows Nori some of the merch for the juice bar. Um, and for those who who haven't been paying attention, Mary's boot camp aired. I got I got our, our rundown on that show too. Uh, oh coming up Lord, after this, here we go. It's, it's a mess. Uh, Neary shows Nori the merch for the juice bar and wants him to promote it on Drink Champs. And ask him can he get the kids from B ball, but he can't because he's filming. And he can't do a Thursday because he got Japanese whiskey at the drunken dungeon, drunken or whatever, drunken dungeon. So he supports the bar, but he's not picking up extra duties around the house to support Neri. Then he's like, yo, I think we should have another kid. 
Hell no. That <laughs> is Neary, the problem. I was like, how dare you fix your mouth? Yeah, Neary's like, to say listen. anything of the sort, and you don't help me with shit but money. Yeah, he was like, yo, she said, I, my mind is on the juice bar. And he's like, yo, I like the fact that you're a businesswoman, but business can open up anytime. You got a limited, you got a biological clock. He really gaslit. Like, you really, you really tried to sell me this dream. Like, all I've been doing is taking care of these kids and taking care of your non-driving ass. Yeah. The fuck? She was like, it is time for me. Yeah, she said, I've been a mom, I've been a wife. Him, the only way, I'm like, the only way I'm having a kid is if we got a surrogate. Yeah, I can't do this. And she's and like, a nanny. And I think they got boys and he's like, yo, what about you? You know, we get a baby girl. She's like, but babies, that's the hardest stage. I don't feel like doing this again. And, and then, but she did. She's like, I think she told him, I think you're doing this to control me. And he was like, no, no, no. This time I'll take care of the kids because I missed out. Yeah, then I, she's like, I'm and not going to be I pregnant. And then I have the baby and I'll be back in the same situation yeah. I was in. No. Not, listen, we're going to write that paper. If you want me to have another baby, I'm going to have to have a surrogate and I'm going to need a nanny. Yeah. Make that shit work. Yeah, she's like, listen, don't be trying to fault me because you missed out. You know, I'm not going to be, yeah, I'm not going to get pregnant because you missed out. And you're like, you're, she said, you're not involved in our kids' life right now. You don't drive, you don't cook, you don't go to the games. He got an excuse later on for why he don't go to games. We'll get to it. Bobby FaceTimes Trina to let her know no, Joy isn't there. Checks to see if Trina is good because she's doing her sixth show this week. She got a B12 shot and she is pumped and energized. Um, Joy arrives. So I never uh, hear about a Trina show. She must just be killing in Miami, though. I mean, dead, no shade. Like, I just never really hear about a Trina show. I don't hear about, like, a lot of artists. And then you see some random, like, clip or video. You're like, y'all was performing where? Mm-hmm. How come I didn't know about it? Joy arrives. They discuss Trina passing out. Joy didn't know anything about the elevator incident. She says Trina is stubborn and always was the strongest one ever since they were young, and her mom passing has affected her core. Bobby's father, Trina's uncle, has been locked up since the 90s, went to prison for several nonviolent crimes. After a while, I got locked up for good. I have to pause here, right? Because I, I was confused. I'm trying to figure out how he's been locked up for good, but it all been like nonviolent crimes, especially when I don't think Florida has a three strikes and you're out. But when later on, when Snoop pulls up the rap sheet, they did look all like petty things. I'm like, how the hell is he in jail for like 20 years? Oh, like just still, st- I mean, like basic stuff. I'm like, I guess they just added, kept adding up, but he got out. Kept adding, adding. So I like, yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm like, it's more to the story. I'm not filling in all the unless, blanks. Unless this happened, right? Let's say he did something petty that gives you a maximum of a two to three years, but he posted bail and then did some more shit and then posted bail before he got to that court date. And it was like, yo, he done did all this stuff in the past two or three years. So thought, ain't learned a damn thing is what happened. Yeah. Not a thing. So Snoop texts him. There's a chance they can get Bobby's dad out of prison. And he didn't bring it up to Trina because she was shut down. Trina hates her dad's side of the family so much. This man ain't did nothing to you, though. How you gonna hate the whole side of the family? Yeah, because of what your dad did uh, by abandoning you. Um, so we just get a little quick weigh in i mean trick daddy being backstage warming up like he in a fight at this floyd mayweather weigh-in he performs nan he says the crowd is bougie they lay back rich folks i mean they might have been but vh1 did a good job of finding the black women or black people who was like filming you like they 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 yeah. feel like they had a good time but i i mean how hype i'm gonna get i'm just here to see the two people 
and they draw get weighed. It's like, oh shit, there's a concert First with of all, this. Why do we have a whole concert for this? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a okay, all right. So Bobby meets with Snoop. Floyd, he says, listen, I had to fix Snoop. And Snoop, for y'all don't remember, Snoop is Trina's brother. He said, Florida legislators are signing a thing. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he means a bill because it's not a thing. But so I'm signing a bill releasing inmates with nonviolent offenses. His dad is in prison for petty theft. So Bobby needs to get a lawyer to pull his dad's file. Bobby's hesitant to help out because he has a mother to take care of. Snoop shows Bobby the rap sheet and he sees charges for when he was nine, eight, two, three, six. I'm like, fam, he was getting in trouble every year. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to bring closure, but he wants to feel appreciation. He's like, "What's the purpose? I have so much resentment." Snoop explains, "If it touches him this, if it touches you this much, this is an opportunity for both of you." Um, Bobby has gotten a, 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 his aunt hit him up and said, "Yo, your dad wrote a letter, but Bobby's ignored it, hoping it will go away. He will now read that letter." So. We'll discuss that later. Letter and then the scene after this one. Japanese whiskey, a little sea sighting. I'm like, little seas. You hang out with Nori, Nori with his guys. Drink whiskey at the Drunken Dragon. That was little seas. Yeah, little seas. The little seas is the one who asks, "Why does Nori want another child?" And Nori says he wants. I need to go back. Yeah, he wants to be the <laughs> father he wanted to be. He wanted. He wants to be the father he wanted to be now. You know, kids don't want him at the game because he's loud and he will learn to be quiet. And he would start to be a better husband and better father. And it's quite. And here's the weird part about it: for some reason, Nori doesn't seem like a functioning alcoholic. He just seems like a social drinker, right? And his yeah. friend, but then his friends are like, "Can you give up liquor, though?" I'm like, "Is liquor? Is that the reason why he can't be a father?" It's like, this is a 180. Week. The way they was talking, I was like, "This sounds like a deeper issue." Yeah. I don't. No. He, he says, I'm a professional drinker and he he, ta- he does take breaks from time to time. And he tells his friends he could do 30 days and he will start tomorrow. And I thought to myself, well, y'all must not be shooting no new episodes. Yes, like, that's the same thing I said. I said, so nothing's happening. Got it. Cool beans. Oh, Bobby goes to visit Aunt Elaine to read the letter. Before he reads the letter, he needs to hear that his dad said, I fucked up. So here's the letter. Bobby, every day I think about you. I ran across something that is befitting. Not you got the whole letter. Yo, man, I take these notes. That is befitting. No, <laughs> how, I mean, shout out to you. Yeah, that is befitting in how I feel about you and others that make their own decisions in this one life we're giving. I read something by Khalil Graham. He says your children are not your children. They come through you, but they are not from you. You can give them your love, but not your thoughts. You can strive to be like them, but you cannot make them like you. This is to let you know. You don't have to hide anything from me. So then Bobby talking here says he never came out to his dad because he didn't feel like that was his dad. And the dad ended the letter with he wants open communication. And he wrote this I all. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. I'll wait. Go ahead. Oh, he wrote this all in the name of love. And he wants to know if Bobby loves him or should he leave his life for good? But go ahead. That's it. I don't understand this coming out thing. Okay. You don't have to come out as a heterosexual. So why should you have to come out as a homosexual? I don't, I, don't, I think that's a generational thing. Like, I think our generation, if we have kids, we like, 
we either be like we knew or you don't got to make no speech if i mean the day you brought home the same sex we would have known so like like it's it's fine it's cool i mean i just feel like just and i get it i, I can understand um those who are um but gay or lesbian is it being com- timid of coming out because if you know like your parents like for instance my dad being a jamaican man was not standing for any gayness okay he <laughs> rest his soul but that's just not it's not his judge so I could, I feel, I could have been like, ooh, okay, I got to tell my parents I'm gay, or at least my father, I'm gay. I can understand that hesitation, but at the same time, I feel like we should be so far the coming out stage. You are who you are. You're not coming out of anything. Do you have do Do you have to come out if you pretended to be something you weren't? If which, you're which, pretending, which Bobby does not yes, strike I me as so. he ever pretended. He does not. <laughs> also, you never seen. I mean, let's be honest. He never seen the boy since he was seven. Yeah. So you don't know unless somebody told you, obviously. But I was just speaking in general, not so much the Bobby situation. I'm just like the coming out part is like why they gotta come out? Why they just not there already? I, but the, I think the coming out probably originated from people living a double life. Like I present that I'm heterosexual now because of my real life. I'm keeping that in the closet as they used to. So I was like, I think that's where it comes from. But you, yeah, I do agree that I wish as a side, we're like, we don't need to. Or maybe he said that for a lack of better term. Like, yeah, I man, I've been out. <laughs> I've been out here living my life. My dad just don't you know. know and that's, that's just why. that's the term you use. So Bobby thinks that thinks maybe his dad does care about him. Doesn't want to see his dad pass away in prison if he can help it. And he said when his mom, when his dad's mom died, I wrote when his mom died while they, while he was in prison, he's like, I know they had to have hurt him. So we end things with marriage counseling with Pastor Kevin Adams, who, God bless this man, he was not ready for all this fuckery they was giving him. Um, he, <laughs> asked, he was not. He was like, hold on, hold on, hold on now, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Yeah, hold on. The funniest part is when, let me get to it. Kevin Adams asked why they're here. They both got problems. He asked, yo, what's your relationship with God? Bill has, I, yo, Bill says, I got a wonderful relationship with God. You know, taught me how to love, blah, blah. And Suki feels it's important to have a relationship with God because God is the one who will protect their marriage. Bill, and he said, what do you appreciate about each other? And Bill says, Suki's gentleness and love. Suki, but you was calling me all sorts of hoes in the car. And I, that's what put Pastor I was like, hold on now, that's a problem. That's a major problem. <laughs> so Suki knows they love each other and brings up how people told her not to mess with Bill. And Bill is trying to figure out life, but um, yeah, Bill says, I, I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to figure out life. And she's like, but you proposed to me. So Adams wants them to think about what kind of marriage do they want to have and ask, about, ask them wh- about trust and what makes them lose it for another. And apparently Bill goes to the massage parlor. And I guess this is not no uh, spa envy, no massage envy or nothing <laughs> like that. This is some different things. And she was happy like, endless. yo, listen to me. When women be fed up, they be, listen, the confidence you have to have in your girl. <laughs> your shit because women have no problem telling your watch a porn every day beating the dick in the bathroom fan we what you listen you gonna start at the porn every day <laughs> like you ain't got to tell people what i'm doing my business you talking about and then she's like talking about a meeting that was giving me a headache i was just like i cannot deal with yo this. he don't even pray over his food i had to teach him how to pray over his i was like what are we doing here and then i think the the biggest revelation was Suki says 
so Adams, Pastor Adams says, like, hey, do y'all think y'all ready for marriage? Bill says, no. Suki says, I never wanted to marry him in the, in the first place. What are we doing here? Ma'am, then you, but you wanted to have his baby. Mr. Y'all was Bill ready to have a baby uh, yes. tomorrow, but you didn't even want to marry the dude. Okay. All Adams could do was uh pray over them, ask God to bless them and keep them together. And that was that, was that man. Uh, next week on Love & Hip Hop Miami. Let me get this out the way. What we got here? Fashion show that Nori feels like he don't want to be at. <laughs> But it's Miami Swim Week, and Princess Love looks amazing. Uh, Dan, I forgot she was on the show. And Bray was being her biggest fan, but we know that's all for TV. Amara tells Bobby a secret, and I, I think they want us to know the pregnant. Listen, if y'all, seriously, next week, Amara still don't know she's pregnant, but she might be, is what y'all doing? That's so dumb. It's like, y'all could have just. It is. It is. Because then she tells her mom, and her mom wants to be consulted. That's wild. And then. Uh, all right. Marlon, who is this chick? Who's this woman that y'all had to blur out? And then y'all let Marlon take her phone? And he's like, let me see that shit. And then after that scene, Flo just snaps on him, and that seems like that's it. That's where we where we end things. Uh, let's get into news and rumors. <laughs> Princess Love says she has never been better after Ray has filed for divorce. But I'm, this leads me to believe. Wait, were you? Did you say that the first two times y'all have done this? Like I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> when asked how she's feeling, she said never been better. Ray J is doing great. He's alive and well. She avoided the question about rekindling their romance and cl- romance and claims she was focused on work. Fuck anybody. Like what are y'all doing? This is third. That would be, I would never, it's like, y'all think y'all gonna get back together? Like, I'm tired of it. I don't even care. I'm uh, tired. And claims she was focused on working and taking care of her and Ray J's two children. Um, Do I have any other, oh, where's the Erica Dixon one? It's not right our there? children. They're Ray J's children. Mm-hmm. I'm hey, just hey, asking them now, mm-hmm. my business. Erica Dixon believes the reason she didn't get much screen time this current season is because she separated herself from Scrappy. I think um, that was smart. (laughs) She said, where is it? I thought you weren't on the show anymore. I'm sorry, what? Uh, Let's see. uh, Another answer. Let me see. uh, Where do I got that? I was trying to find the quote on the current season when the folk and they discussed possibly putting up love by the end. Erica was also on the show, but she only made a couple of small appearances when she, an Instagram follower asked Erica about this while she was on Instagram live in response to this. She said, I need to see more of you on TV. Me too, honey. We filmed. I thought I was going to see more of me, but like I said, somebody hating who we don't know. Oh, somebody said I should start my own show. Erica's reality is on the way. Wait for it. It's not happening. Wait, Bambi and Erica Dixon are back on bad terms. During the Instagram Live, Erica addressed not being on the show. Let me tell y'all how love and hip-hop works. It doesn't matter what you film. doesn't matter if you do do have a story. It's all a matter of whether or not they want to put you in the episode. And as for me, my past is my past. I no longer want to be attached to certain people because I have moved on and I'm happy in my relationship. I'm happy with my children, just happy overall in life. And one, and no one, no amount of money is gonna make me go back and act any type of way. I don't get paid for acting. I'm a real bitch. I don't know how to be any other way. Despite making peace with Bambi, 
Erica says she doesn't like Bambi. Don't ask me nothing about Bambi. I do not like her. I do not care for her in no shape or form. And that's just on some real bitch shit. Don't ask me about nobody you don't see me with. They tiring too. Like, what are we tiring? Why, why, why did we get here? I thought everything was all cool. We had got down to some co-parenting stuff. Some confusion. All right. The other stuff I have on here is um, VH1 related. So Claudia Jordan and Shamari DeVoe are filming for VH1's Couples Retreat. I thought it was Couples Therapy, but I guess it's Couples Retreat. Um, so Claudia Jordan and, and Claudia Jordan and Shamari DeVoe recently taped for the upcoming season of VH1 reality show uh, with their respective partners. I didn't know who I don't know who Claudia with. I know Shamari's with Ronnie. The series originally right. aired for six seasons. I don't know if this if it's couples because uh, I know there was a couples therapy because it says six seasons between 2012 and 2015 and it centers on various celebrity couples getting relationship counseling from Dr. Jen Mann. All right, so that's one piece of news. What other news I have on here? Oh, do you have any thoughts about Nicki Minaj helping Real Housewife of Potomac co-hosting shit? Andy Cole refers to her experience as a trip. Go ahead. I hope that she acts like real like I hope it's not a, a joke or a stunt like I really hope that she do I know she's not hosting the entire show and I know she does like the last bit of it but I hope she really took it seriously and she asked real ass questions and I say I mean better than Andy questions like questions that the audience really be want to ask and we can't ask yeah you know what I just hope that she actually watches the show Oh, she watches the show. She binged the show. She talk about it all the time. Okay, and then Nicki Minaj says she went for the juggler with everyone while co-hosting uh, the reunion and Candace Dillard dishes on the experience. The queen has changed my life. Uh, yo, I heard, what, are you, I are you Rumor has it. Go ahead. I'm going to say rumor has it that Nicki asked Candace to sing and she didn't because, you know, Candace be claiming, not claiming because the girl can sing a little, can sing a little note. But I guess, you know, didn't want to sing on spot. And I think that's funny because she sing every goddamn episode. But go ahead. So Nicki Minaj said, I saw something. I saw something said that I went hard on Candace, but I think I went hard on everybody equally. They're tough. They're tough girls on the show. I normally know who I can be like that with. And I could tell that they were tough enough to allow me to be tough with them. So I kind of went for the juggler with everyone. Not in a bad way, not in a mean way, just in a way that I was like, y'all, if I go back without asking the real shit that my fans want to know, they're going to look at me like I'm crazy. So I had to get into some things. Now I was going to ask you, are you um, team Chris? I see a lot of people. I don't watch the show, but I see a lot of people feel bad for Chris for dealing with Candace and her antics because like he wished Ashley like happy birthday or some shit like that. Like I know our wives are... <laughs> he Chris really be trying. <laughs> he really, really be trying with his wife. And sometimes I really do feel bad for him. It is frustrating watching Candace sometimes. She is such a child. She's an intelligent ass child. Like that's really what like she's a very smart woman. She's got <clears throat> she's got good verbiage and vocabulary. Like her reads everything is she's so immature and spoiled and a brat and it is by far the most annoying thing to watch about her and then when your husband the one who's supposed to have your back and be your mate tries she throws like two-year-old t- tantrums 
Like child, like girl, shut the fuck. I just be so. Oh, it's 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 crazy because it is a reality show, and mm-hmm. Candace antics and how everyone deals with Candace is why the show works, right? Yeah. But it's getting to a point. It's been to a point where you don't realize what you're doing like everybody likes to be like well ashley just is messy yeah ashley messy and candace messy is two different kinds of messy like ashley messy is like so production said hey i need you to bring this up all right cool i got you that's ashley messy candace messy be just downright dirty and rude and disrespectful and low and it just it be it, it just oh it burns my biscuits every week i swear to god <laughs> Every week, I have never been so like. You ever watch YouTube videos? I usually watch a couple of other little vloggers, bloggers, or whatever on the YouTube. I I be wanting to comment. I don't even comment on people's videos. That's how I be. That's how real I feel. Oh, I be man. wanting to comment. All right. I wish you could. Well, I wish you was th- thoroughly into uh, Real Housewives. I think that would make for a good topics, like on the on these like these shows. We really don't be doing news and rumors, but yeah. Well, uh, yeah, once, they, once, once my girl Monique was gone, I was like, F this. <laughs> Listen, and here's the thing. Here's the part about that, too, right? So this whole season thus far, now you remember last season, everybody was gung-ho Candace. Everybody had Candace back. Everybody was understanding the Candace. She was the one who was her. She blah, 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 blah. They was mad at Monique because she wasn't remorseful, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Here we are fast-forwarding to this season. All of them has pretty much in some type of way admitted to Candace being the problem. Candace has not learned her lesson. Mm-hmm. Candace is her trash with her mouth. Candace is too low. She goes too low. Candace is blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay, listen here, Andy and Monique. How much money do we got to come up up, come up on to bring Monique back? Because at this point, Wendy, Robin, and Giselle, all the motherfuckers who was team Candace. Yeah. have pretty much admitted that the shit was wrong on Candace's part. Bring my home grub back because I feel like they owe her an apology as loudly in public as they disrespected her. They do. They do. All right, let's wrap up with marriage boot camp rundown really quick. Let's go over the couples we got. Uh, Nori and Neri. And it's basically the same problems. Nori is old school, wants the woman to take care of the house. The only news that was new to this was nori said he met her the day his father died and feels like she is a gift from his dad i was like man why we didn't introduce that in the love that's beautiful um the other tough we ha- couple we have is moni love moni in the middle and her b- boyfriend moni tough- in the middle where she at in yeah. the middle so there's a 12 year difference between them she's been in hip-hop for 20 years and he's Nat is known, obviously. He's a songwriter. They're fleeing, turn into a relationship. They do have one child, and he cheated on her when she was pregnant. The fact th- that's wild. And I feel like that's so common. I know that's bad, but that's it's weird because it's, so it's, it's either they do it because they're not attracted to their wife, or I didn't think we could have sex because I didn't want to hurt the baby as if people have not been having sex while people were pregnant forever. Listen, like you just going to be the one. Uh, Molly, Maul, and Treasure. 
we know Molly Ma is a producer. He was on Love Hip Hop Hollywood. Treasure was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta as Jock's assistant, and Jessica Dime beat her ass when they were in Jamaica. But she's oh, okay. She's listed as an exotic dancer. They've been in a long distance relationship for four years. She gets emotional mm-hmm. when she drinks, and when they and she talks about how like he's controlling because he got more money and more power. And when it's brought up in this little game that they're playing, she starts comforting him. And Dr. Is was like, so you comfort him when you're hurting. And then she's like, yeah, but then my uncle died in quarantine. Like she was all over the place. This was before she even started drinking. And they both admit like we love hard and we hit hard. This is one of the relationships I don't think is a real relationship because, okay. and I shouldn't judge, but when you usually have a long distance relationship, the only problem you have is the distance. It's distance. Because when yeah. y'all together, y'all fucking. Because y'all don't, yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't, get to see, don't each other. see each other. Yeah. But he also is one of those, he's more extreme Nori type because he's like, I believe there's manly things and womanly, womanly things and she knew when she met me I had four or five women around me and, blah, and I was like, okay. Uh, Niggas be so disrespectful. Why do y'all think that shit is okay? It's not. The this most. Is, well, she should have, I should have known shit. The fuck did you talk about? The most disrespectful person on this show might be Amber. Amber and Miles, Sir Brock from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. You know, they've known each other for 20 years. He says men were just a phase. And the level of disrespect this woman has done, she calls him a bitch. And she was like, bitch, you're the biggest drama queen here. And I'm like, "Who? what woman calls their man a bitch? Why are y'all here? Why are y'all <laughs> no, here? It don't make no sense. She said... He was like, y'all have any kids? He going to say, we were supposed to be having a kid. We're going to try to have a kid this year. She's like, no, we're going to figure out your sexuality. Her breasts are Why so... Why are you still around, man? Her breasts if are so is... big. They blurred them because I guess she didn't know her areola was out the whole time. I was like, what is going on? So they play this game. And this is how we'll wrap this I'm up. Disgusted. They play this game where they're like, oh, what was your first kiss? The strange place you had sex. And then Judge Charler comes out and they start playing clips from interviews. And this is when Molly said he isn't 100% faithful. This is where Tuff admits to cheating on his wife, I mean, on Monet when she was, uh, Moni when she was pregnant. And then Amber, I forgot what the thing was, but uh, it was about trust and respect or something like that in, in, Brock felt like Amber said it, but Amber clicked in and she's like, I knew I said that comment. And Amber says, if you choose to be bi, I'm not for you. Dr. Ish is like, it's not a choice. And then they continue. They haven't told anyone about their relationship because she's ashamed of the situation. I'm like, so why are y'all on this show? If Why well, are we here? So she tells him to walk off. He walks off. They, a doctor is comforts him. And then later on, she throws a drink in his face. And he was like, yo, we cannot have that. She was like, well, he be pushing me. He was doctor is like, you're a grown ass woman relax you cannot be like this so that's just the first episode we don't do the i don't do the breakdown like that but i have news and rumors for love for marriage boot camp okay they're filming one and here's the headline from yahoo news i tried to kill you k michelle and lyrica anderson allegedly fight on the set of marriage boot camp what is going on here listen this is where mona fucked up at vh1 k michelle got a got a man that's what i'm thinking too they should have really, because they have couples retreat, and couples retreat isn't as ratchet like as this. But you should have cycled all your couples with problems with love and hip hop to couples retreat in the yeah. off season and kept it pushing. Yeah. So it goes on to say it appears the fuel has been added to the fire started years ago between K. Michelle and Lyrica Anderson. Michelle fired off a few tweets Tuesday night hinting that she will be appearing in the new season 
season of marriage boot camp that has got her living in the house with a bunch of random people without saying the name of the reality show michelle did reveal to her followers she acted a fool in the series she tweeted y'all beat down k michelle from the minute she got in the game she will make one more appearance in her last ratchet reality show she acted a fool she she it's not even third person it's like second person can you imagine her living in a house with a bunch of random people neither can i she said, this is the biggest check ever cut on this particular show for 14 days, honestly, but it wasn't worth my piece. I don't like untamed humans, and I need to stay away from people who need the money and attention. So while followers are trying to decipher the, I hate when they, like, you, when you read these articles, they try to put, like, the can't raise a man singer. I'm like, you guys are just trying to get SEO and figure out which show mm-hmm. she's talking about. Anderson responded by taking shots at Michelle and hinting that she, too, would be on the show with Michelle. She appeared under the Neighborhood Talks post, which continues, so is this supposed to be promos, what she said? She continued bashing Michelle. Kay stopped. Kay stopped. I tried to kill you because your mouth is all barking. You hid behind security like the coward you are. Me doing this show was low of me, especially because you always got to act a ghetto fool. But the check was nice. Moving on. So, lean to say, I'll be giving y'all rundown wrap-ups whenever this shit pop off. Lord right. Jesus fix it that is the episode you can tweet me at one and on you can tweet Shell at sexy Shell you can follow me on Instagram you can follow me on the snappity chat at I miss with the Z Shell make sure you follow the website 1515 F. check out the podcast rate review subscribe support on Patreon until next time guys I say peace she says bye